Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to the All In Podcast, episode 41. My name is Carlos Reyes. I'm a serial <laughs> entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, alongside my business partners here. What's going on, guys? My name is Sal Shakir. I'm a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona as well, alongside with my other business partner. Alex Signs, guys, welcome. 23-year-old real estate entrepreneur, and uh, welcome to today's podcast. Let's get started. Today's podcast, um, marketing. Right, so I put a poll recently. I don't l- listen. If you're not in our all-in wholesaling group on Facebook, I advise you that you go in there and you request to become a member. We are going to drop content there every single week, and it's going to be a different subject every single week. And you know, it's gonna it's gonna help you. It's gonna help you. It's gonna help your business. So go go to all-in wholesaling, uh, all-in the whole all-in wholesaling group. It's absolutely free. Get it while it's free. It's absolutely free right now. Send the request. If you're not some freaking VA trying to sell skips or or <laughs> cold calling, more than likely we will approve you. We'll approve your request, and um and you know you'll become a member. So I put a re, a, a a poll up. I said, hey, what do you guys need help with? Marketing systems. Systems was number two, by the way. Mm. So marketing systems, leadership, et cetera, et cetera. Apparently, marketing. Apparently, everybody wants to know the secret sauce to marketing. And you know what's crazy? But you just said that. I didn't even realize that. So number one was marketing. Number two, systems. This is the this is the health of of a business. Marketing is a number one. It's it's a vital bloodline. Yeah, it's the bloodline of the business. It's a bloodline of the business. Then it goes down to personnel, obviously, and then systems. Um, <laughs> and that's crazy. I'm I'm glad people are catching on to that because if you ask me. Three years ago, I would not know that. Mm. So I'm glad people actually know that. So what you, in this podcast, we're trying to talk about marketing and re- expected return on investment, mm-hmm. right? And actually, you can't. we can't do it any better than doing it at the beginning of the year, guys. This is, this is actually okay. the best time to do it because we know what the best time is actually to market based on our, based on our expertise in the past few years from, from uh, our KPIs. And then you know what? It is the beginning of the year now. You can't you can't afford to make mistakes. Now you can plan. All you have to do is plan and execute. So the end of the year is going to be fruitful for you. And you might pay Uncle Sam a, a big chunk. Or if you watch the previous episodes, you can save some some uh, money on taxes. Let me ask this question to our viewers, right? Because we got about sixty viewers. Do you? Hopefully, you know this. Hopefully, you're not flying blind. What was your return on investment for marketing? Was it? 2x, 3x, 4x, 5x, 6x, 7x. So please answer that for us. And what marketing channel? Please add, yes. include that. What was your best marketing channel? And overall, as a company or as an individual, if you're still out there you know, hustling every single day, what was your ROI on marketing for 2019? So while we allow those answers to come in, sir... Uh, you've you've uh, you've always been pretty big on marketing. You actually handle a lot of your marketing for the company yeah, now, right? Yeah, me and yeah. Me and so why own. why is marketing so important? Because marketing is <laughs> the life of any business. Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing is, you know, <clears throat> everybody is so caught up on I don't have enough deals when really they should be caught up in I don't have enough leads. Mm. And the reason you don't have enough leads is because you're, you're a shitty marketer. You don't know what to do. Either you don't know how to market, or you're not consistent with what you know on how to market. Um, I, over and over again, I see people trying to jump to the next secret sauce, next secret marketing. Uh, when they learn, you know, they learn about banded signs and cold calling, and then they're trying to run their own PPC campaigns or, or their own, you know, they're trying to print out their own direct mail. Like people don't take it. Uh, they don't take the action on what they already know. So, uh, marketing is the bloodline of any business. If you want to make it in real estate, you have to become a great marketer. And, you know, by, I, I used to like my first my first and second year in real estate I was so caught up on um you know the the sell side and the just the acquisition side I was putting all my emphasis there but I realized like I could ha- you can have like it's okay like when you start to to be a shitty closer right mm-hmm. if you have enough leads mm. right if you don't have enough leads and you're a shitty closer then that's the, you're you're going to go out of business mm-hmm. so for us we were i mean we were so young that we weren't the best closers we we're still developing so our number one goal was just to get a ton of leads and and you did and we did we yeah. used to get like okay. 100 150 yeah. a week yeah. and and that always you know resulted <clears throat> in in a few deals a week and this was the second year in, in wholesaling uh, but just because we had the abundant amount of leads 
and that's the biggest thing. Uh, marketing is, is the biggest thing. You can be a shitty closer. You could have all the you you may not have systems, but if you have if you if you have the ability to generate a massive amount of leads, you can make it in the business. And can I say this? If you guys are paying attention, guys, again, I asked the question. I said, what was your number one marketing channel? And only Lucas, was it Lucas? Lucas Orozco said 5X, 5X on cold calling. So he got a 5X return on cold calling, okay? So that means that if he spent $100,000, he got a half a million back. So what was your number one marketing channel? And what was your overall ROI, return on investment, on marketing? Overall. You know That cold calling, our, direct mail, PPC, our, our whatever. Best, uh, I'll say our best was uh, PPC last year. And it was a 6X. 6X? That's beautiful. By the way, by people not responding, I'm assuming that they're not tracking. And that's another issue. And that, that's okay. If you're yeah. not tracking uh, for 2019, is, is that what it is? Be, look, listen, let's be 100% transparent. As you guys all know, like, we are... We are freaking windows, right? Like, we're very transparent. Um, I just put up a video up today about me saying, hey, you know what? My mom was a drug addict for, you know, 12 plus years or whatever, you know, or 15 years. But, you know, we're very transparent. So we ask our community and our audience to always keep it real. So if you're not tracking your KPIs, if you didn't track your KPIs for 2019, just say didn't track, didn't track, didn't track. Or I want an ROI. I want to know what your ROI was on your marketing for 2019. Mm-hmm. Sal? Um, someone said I do a part. I want to go to this one. Someone said I do a part-time. Uh, don't spend any money on marketing. Would love to scale up soon. Um, there's two things, by the way. Uh, if, you, if you consider yourself a business owner, you can't do it part-time. You can dabble in it at the beginning, then you're not a business owner. You're doing this as a hobby or you're, it's a way out out of business. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to scale up, you have to be fully invested to scale up. You can't do it part-time and expect to scale up because there is the effort can't be in there. Because expect a company like our company out there. They have We have a bunch of agents talking to people 24-7. And you, so for someone to talk doing it part-time, the effort is not going to be the same. And therefore, the result is not going to be the same. It's like someone. Um, ex- it's like someone practicing basketball a whole year, and then you practice one day a month, and then you expect to win. Well, um, part time efforts equals what? Part time results. Part time results. Right? Exactly. So, um, Justin Harrison said cold calling was the best for us. Uh, I'm assuming maybe he didn't track. <clears throat> Uh, someone said 20x. Wow. Jimmy Cardona said I didn't track. Brother, thank you for being honest. You know. We we actually um we, we appreciate that. So, uh, Henry says his search engine optimization this month is twenty x. Henry, what exactly are you doing on the SEO side? If you and don't mind how, me asking, and how many deals? Because that and how much I, money did you spend? How many a, deals did it produce? On a big and, scale, that that ROI would drop. Yeah, but so Henry, if you don't mind, few, yeah. if you don't mind, you know, if you can share with the audience here, you know how uh, how was your SEO twenty x. If you don't mind me asking, the other thing that I'm gonna say is, you know what? There was a, I was on a, I was on T Rob's live. I was I was just looking at the live. There was a lady saying, "I made eighteen thousand cold calls cold calls last year. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit ten million this year." Mm. <laughs> we make that a day. So I said, uh, "Ma'am, with all due respect, we make about thirty thousand." cold calls a, d- a day, a day. Yeah. and we're not going to hit 10 million dollars in 2020 we're not we're gross profit like we're absolutely not. <clears throat> that could have been you know uh like a a very hopeful number out there and if you if she falls short maybe she's uh hopeful from falling short she did 30 <clears throat> deals last year yeah no no i'm saying like the, the motivation is there i like, the, I, I, like you and know, that's what i said, I said the, the hey, optimism listen, is great I, I wish you nothing but blessings <laughs> but and if the you best, track but coming from a business owner who has a lot of a freaking army out there working? I'm just gonna tell you, it's you know I don't want to I don't want to be the one to deflate someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you know, yes, you should have a big audacious hairy hairy goal as scaling <laughs> up the book would put it. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, if you set if you set yourself up for ten million dollars, I think it's unrealistic. Why don't you set yourself up for you know if you did if you did thirty deals and you made one hundred twenty five k. Why don't we shoot for a million? Well, let's let's be honest. Why don't we shoot okay. for two million? So, l- l- the way we just did it, right? We took our past two years, KPIs, and every number, every single thing, every every lead, how many leads, everything, and then we saw how much was the growth 
month per- by percentage month, wise. Percentage wise, month 15, by month. 20, yep. And then now we're reflecting that on this year. So we, we're predicting the growth on this year based on the previous two years that we've had. That doesn't mean we're not going to change strategies. We're going to grow differently. We're going to have different personnel. But you can always predict if something happened, if something, if someone is doing the same thing 10 years ago and doing it today, you can predict what's going to happen next year, right? So we're always growing in business, so you always leave that room of growth. But if you saw the la- two years ago, you grew by 10%. Last year, you grew by 15 or 20%. Then obviously this year, you can you can... Do the, you split the difference and see how much you're going to grow. Obviously, you can implement new strategies and say, you know what, based on this strategy from previous things that happened, we grew this much. So you can allocate these things and look into these numbers and say, I'm going to grow this much based on history. Based the, on real data, real, hard numbers. But h- how do you get there? You get there from collecting data tracking, real time. Tracking, tracking, if you don't, tracking. If you're not tracking today, if you're not tracking yesterday, start today. It's okay. It's never too late to start. But if you're not starting, if, if it seems like too vague, too, too hard, someone mentioned a comment said tracking number, tracking KPI is not e- as easy as it looks. You know what? You're right. But it is easy if you know what you're doing. If you think, okay, there's a few numbers I need to look at because you can look into every single thing. You can look, you can even calculate minutes per day, seconds per day. But you don't need to get that granular. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when just get the basics: how much money out, how much came in. How much was expenses type of of you, you can know. start out with with like minor KPIs right like yeah. we're we're marketing tra- we're marketing investments everything yeah. right like yeah. we're tracking I don't think there's one thing we're not tracking well obviously in our we're business. tracking everything yes the freaking spreadsheet has grown to like this right and it's a beautiful thing to I've see seen it, yeah, you saw crazy, that yeah. it was crazy it's right crazy, yeah. you know shout out to our CFO Brittany Hasenberg I mean. You know, I, I love like I love seeing those numbers, man. Even if they might not, they might not be the numbers that we hope for. I just love the seeing reality, the numbers. That's the that's yeah. I love real. seeing the numbers, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so Sal, let me ask you this: Why should somebody, if they're not tracking, why should somebody start tracking? Well, it's very simple. You cannot fix something if you don't. You can't fix something that you don't know. So, and let's let's be honest. In business, we're always evolving. So, if you think that you're a great businessman today. You need to be greater tomorrow because guess what? There is companies out there that has been removed. They got they got um, washed out because they didn't want to evolve. Uh, Toys R Us, right? That's one of them. Toys R Us, Kmart, uh, um, Hometown Buffet, one of my childhood favorites. Radio okay. Shack. Radio Shack. Yeah. They didn't evolve. And if you think that if you're an astute or whatever that well, the word is, it's like you're you're a very sound businessman or businesswoman. Astute. astute. And and you think that you know it all today, I guarantee you this, in six months, you probably are outdated if you do not improve. Things are, co- especially in real estate. Let's talk real estate. Specifically, yeah. Yeah, specifically real estate. It's changing, actually. I, I feel like it's almost week by week. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it changes it week so by week. Fast. Yeah. So if you're not tracking something that happened before and expect those turbulence and expect, how do you know people, How usually they say eight years is, is, a, is a recession or whatever. This mm-hmm. year, this time is like a lot longer, but... How do you know they came up with that number? They probably track some numbers. They track. There is there is every every institute tracks numbers on anything. Believe it or not, the podcast you're listening to, iTunes or whatever, they track, they track numbers. numbers. They analytics, track, yeah. yeah, analytics. And why can't you do it for your business? If any everyone else is doing it and every successful person is doing it, why don't you do it? I was just going to ask you: Do you think somebody like a Merrill Lynch or uh, Charles Schwab or um, or um, uh, Quicken Loans? Or um, uh, Amazon? Do you think they track numbers? So not that they just track numbers. These are Fortune yeah. 500 companies, by the way. By the way, these guys are even like not to scare people, but these guys track ethnicity, age. Uh, they have they, thousands of points of data. Yeah, they they Granular. they know when it comes they, to marketing. Yeah, 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 they know everything. So about when they someone. spend the dollar, it oh. is so targeted, right? They're, they're to the level where they spend the dollar. They're like, this is my best exactly. shot. But they can predict maybe like six months a year. But maybe next year the new generation comes out, or you know that you got the. We're we're evolving every day, mm-hmm. and if we don't have hard history to to go off of, we can't predict what's going to happen next. Therefore, you have to track your numbers today. If you're mixing business and and, and personal account, that is very wrong. Don't pre- you need to actually separate everything. You need to start treating this as a business, not a hobby. And, and do not waste a day without tracking a number. Every number counts. I, I guarantee you, a lot of people, I don't even remember what I had for lunch yesterday. 
Do you think I, you're gonna I, remember? You had a, uh, one of those uh, soups. That you yeah. Oh, there you go. I but probably I did. You know why I know that? Because I have enough data. To right? predict. Okay, there you go. I, I see. I saw. I see. Pat, data. Data displays patterns. Exactly. So you've been eating those freaking soups. I'm losing some weight, man. You've been eating those soups. Give me some credit. And, uh, and that's how I know, you know, because the history shows, right, that, that you've been eating those soups. Well, it was. It might have been like breakfast time, but okay, we'll call it lunch time. Okay. Uh, I might have even ha- haven't had lunch. So, but so regardless, <clears throat> let's get let's get back on track. So for somebody that's like a one man show, like what are some first numbers to track? Because we do have an episode on KPIs, but just there's three really numbers brief. to track. Go ahead. I would say investments, which we call marketing, is investments. So how much you spent on marketing. How much you spent on other overhead that you have, whatever it is, you know, that if you have an office, payroll, office, office payroll, anything. If you don't have, if you have yourself, if you're driving for dollars, gas, driving for dollars, uh, softwares are you using. Number three is the income. That's it. That's all. The, that's this. That's the step number one of tracking. Then, as soon as you start there, and you know how how granular that gets, then you're like, okay. What marketing channel am I getting me more? How fast yeah. is this marketing channel converting? Fa- how which is one leads per day, leads per com- yeah. leads per conversion. How many leads for that yeah. marketing channel to get at the deal? Contract. We take we the have KPIs or? on our people. We have yeah. KPIs on our Absolutely. team members. Yes. Right. So, but we know we with. know what they're gonna do and how much you know we we know how much they're gonna bring to the table. We know how many deals they're gonna bring to the table every month because we have history. But let me ask you this question, Alex. Yep. How much money did you spend on marketing in 2019? Uh, I don't have the exact number, but it was well over 600,000. But you know why you don't have the exact number? Why? Because you don't have a CFO. I don't know. Right? You have to be the one to, you know, well, to pull no, those no, numbers. I have. I mean, I have an admin that, that helps with all the tracking. See, okay. and there is another thing. Um, and Alex, we're going to use you as an example. Oh, go ahead. Okay? Yeah. Right, go ahead. So <laughs> there is, uh, and we've been there. We've been there. So we were the people that collected every single number. When the lead is born, when the lead was tra- uh, uh, converted into a transaction, when the lead was... Uh, uh, when we opened escrow, when we put earnest money, when we sold the property, when what marketing channel came from, how many days it took uh, to to assign the deal or sell the deal, all these things, all these numbers. But then we didn't really review these numbers, right? It felt good to have these numbers, but you know what feels worse? It feels really, really bad when you have numbers that you're not reviewing because you know you're you know that you're giving up on some money. And I guarantee you, Alex, by you not reviewing, like having a full day, two days or a week to review these numbers. Does that feel like you've missed out on some things? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you can have all the numbers you want. And Alex is, you, you're going to get to it eventually. Yeah, it's growing there, yeah. It's, but then you want to do it before, like, ideally. No, you're, you're, you're right. I, I run a, a very successful real estate operation, but there's always improvement. And, absolutely. And the improvement isn't necessarily, well, yeah, you can always do more marketing, but it's, it's fine-tuning. You just, started, it's fine-tuning getting, you just started getting, like, super uh, super organized, right? Yeah. You kind of just started, you know, Yeah, beginning like of 19. Yeah, right? yeah last beginning year. Beginning of 19. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're yeah. freaking 22, 20, 23. I just turned 23. You just turned 23 years old. I mean, at 23 years old, it's like, okay, I'm going to spend this much money. We'll see how much comes back in. My, my bank account looks fat. It looks like I'm doing and good. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you can be a million-dollar producer and not have everything perfect, and that's what I've, I've done. But at the same time, I know I know what it takes. So, like, I don't have it as granular as you guys, but I have my my lively, you know, my – I would call it my life numbers, you know, the, the numbers that, are, that well, keep the company going. We have we – have, see, we have two people on staff that are doing that for us. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's why it's so helpful to you know at some point I would rather I would rather uh, make the investment in people for okay the the CFO is going to cost me this much and her her assistant's going to cost me this much but I'm going to know this much and I'm going to not be flying blind and you don't need it, to it kind of it kind of pays for itself if you're a small let's talk for a small operations do you need a CFO for a small operation absolutely not absolutely not you can take one day out out of the month or. Uh, to, to look at numbers, that's it. Well, Hercules does a lot of Oh, tracking. yeah, it does it, but then if you want to put it on spreadsheets and, yeah. like, go granular, yeah. our systems obviously track all these things, but if you want to get more granular and put it on spreadsheets, we have those sheets as well. But the, the beautiful thing about these numbers is going to make you a lot of money. So, like Alex said, he said, let's say you made a million dollars last year. You probably made more. I don't, you know, yeah. don't want to just cuss numbers, but it made a lot of money. A lot of people get, lose that in translation. Yeah, I made a lot of money. Everything is good. But what if I can tell you? So, for example, you made a you made a million dollars. Yeah. What if I told you if you just took one day out of the month, or one or two days out of the quarter, and reviewed some numbers, and you worked on it just a few hours, a couple of days, and then that one would have became one point two million net. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what would you have done it's with that two extra hundred thousand dollars? It, it pays for itself. Yeah. No, it's worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And those those things actually they help with that. You cannot scale something you don't know where it stands. You cannot you cannot grow from from a level you don't know where you're at. Um, I mean, I'm going on a rant. So here. let, 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 let me say this, right? And I'll, I'll look at the camera here. Uh, which camera, Luigi? This one. No, middle so, one. Middle one. Uh, okay, Godfrey said middle. You said this one. Which one is it? Okay. All right. So let me ask you this, right? <laughs> If you're not tracking, you know, my, my, my question to you is what's, what's your end goal here, right? Like what's your end goal here? Is it because at that point, the message you're sending me is your end goal is not to create an actual company. Your end goal isn't to be a true CEO. Your end goal is to be hustling till you're 60, 70 years old with, you know, cause you're not tracking. You're just kind of like, you know, at that point you're just getting by day by day by day. You have no organization in your business. And, you know, I don't care if you, you're not, I'm not the most organized person. You know, Sal's super organized, but guess what? Sal has, Sal, Sal has a lot to, Sal has so much to do that he actually can't handle, you know, the KPIs every single day or every single week or every single month. So we had to bring somebody in house to do that for us. And if you're not there yet, like Sal said, you either take the time or, or hire somebody that's going to help you with that. You know, whatever your areas of improvement are, get with someone that can help you. You know, it's it's worth the few hundred dollars that you may pay this person mm-hmm. to or the thousand the dollars because at the end, you're not going to be flying blind and you're going to know exactly where to put your money in. So I'm going to ask this question again. If you're not tracking your KPIs, you're tra- not tracking your numbers you, and you're flying blind, what is your end goal? That's, I mean, it's very early in the year, so this is a question you have to ask yourself. What is my end goal if my goal isn't to create a or an organization? Let's talk about ourselves when we were not tracking what we were doing. We thought more is better. Let's be, let's, be, let's be honest. When you first start business, you're like, okay, I need to start making money. It starts all about money. And then you're like, more money, better. More but marketing. Yes. More, 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 okay. Let's, let's be honest. If you're when you're approached that method without really tracking numbers and without really knowing what's happening, what what does really happen? Does it become more? Yes, m- more money might come in, but more expenses come in, more losses come in, more uh, side side sideline whatever it comes in and hits you without knowing. So yeah, you might make more. But sometimes more is not more. More is less if you're not doing it the right way. Um, a lot of people, like I, I give you an example. We expanded to two, back in the day to two dealerships. We did not have the bandwidth of expanding to two dealerships. We could have done it if we did it right the right way, but we weren't tracking. Therefore, it was a mistake. So, are you gonna do the same mistake if you're not you're not tracking that, or if you think more is better? No, four is not. I mean, more is not better if you're not tracking it properly. And you'll see that. It's, I know it sounds very stupid to say, but if you're already in that step, please give me a thumbs up. I want to know exactly what happened in your business that you thought was making more, but it ended up making less. Because I have personal experience. Carl's does, and you do too. So let me give you, um, let me tell you exactly, for those of you like, you know, Henry said, hey, I got a 20X return because he just pulled out a huge deal. From yeah. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. amazing, right? But guys, if you are a, if you are a true, you know, a true company, your expectation should be four to six X. Four to six X ROI on your so if you spend a hundred thousand dollars and let's just say here what we'll, we'll keep we'll even not break it down let's just say you spent uh twenty thousand dollars on cold calling right so i'll write it down so you spend 20k on cold calling right and even if you got 5x on that uh let's just say you spent uh 40k on ppc because you can easily blow through ppc uh, 40k on ppc right and then you spent uh we're at 60 uh you spent another 20k in mail right Mail? Just leave it as simple as that. Okay, so we'll just do that. All right, that's 40, 60, 80K, right? That means that you should expect a 100K return cold on cold calling, gross. That means that you should expect, uh, what, 200,000 yep. K return on pay-per-click. And that means that you should expect a 100K return on mail. You add that up, right, because you spent 80K. Your gross profit um, over the next 30 days should be, what, three, four hundred, four hundred thousand? 400, is it? 100, 300, 400. We said 30 days? I would say like 60. Or, well, within, I would say 30 to 60 days then. 30 to 60 days, right? But I'm just still, I'm going off of a 5X, and a 5X is extremely, extremely good when you're spending Mm -hmm. this kind of money, right? Absolutely. So, 
again, four to six X is your sweet spot. If you're between four to six X on in any marketing channel, you're doing extremely, extremely well. Okay. So don't think that you're, you know, you're not doing something right because you're not getting 20 X. Like yeah. my man, Henry, who just pulled that big deal out of SEO, you know, four to six X is your ideal spot. Anything above that is just a cherry on top. Mm-hmm. But if it falls below that, then there's concerns. If it falls below that, then they, let's talk about the concerns. Start dissecting. All right. I'll give you an example. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to disclose too many financials here, but I'll say this. We have spent a million dollars in 2019 and a million dollars in 2018. Back to back million dollars in marketing. Okay. Now, my concern is when you're spending that much in, 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 in marketing dollars, you know, my concern is, okay, are we really... Are we choosing the right marketing channels, right? Is Because then we got to evaluate, break down every single... Okay, so mail, direct mail brought us back 8X. Okay, we're solid. We're good. Wow, PPC only brought us back 3X. Huh, we're, we're, we're falling a little short there. Mm-hmm. Oh, cold calling only brought us back 3X. We're falling a little short there, right? Oh, SMS brought, it back, brought us back 12X. Eventually, it kind of all evens itself out. And then you come up with the average, like, okay, we fell at 5%. But when you take a look at those numbers... You're going to go back and kick yourself in the butt because you're going to say, wow, direct mail brought back 8X? What should we have done more of? A direct lot more mail. mail. Yeah. A lot more mail, right? Now, if you're marketing, you're spending, like we're spending, I promise this on, on, on my life, we have spent a million dollars in 2019 and 2018. And, you know, when you don't kill, when you don't actually crush it, like our goal last year was $7 million, right? And we didn't hit a $7 million. Then I start to look at this. Um, okay, so we had the marketing down. Then what's the next thing I'm gonna look at? Yourselves. Now your, your team, yeah. Was our personnel the right team to handle no. this this volume of marketing? No. Was it the right personnel? What this guys, all we are as, as a wholesaling company, we're a marketing and sales company. That's all we are. It's it's as simple as that. Everything else in between, all the other mm-hmm. moving parts like transaction coordination, dispositions, blah, blah, blah. It's the easy part. It, it's the easy part. We are a sales and marketing company mm-hmm. that is what we are most companies are absolutely um what drives everything <clears throat> now now you mentioned uh, you know tracking personnels that's obviously like very great you know that's getting deep into like you look into numbers now you're looking at so, so let's KPIs. so let's just keep it basic for somebody that just maybe just hired their first acquisition mm-hmm. what should that ceo look for in the acquisition um do you want to take that carlos I got it. yeah because so let's just say, you know, because a lot of folks, man, even though we have we have tens of thousands of leads in our system, right? Because again, over the last two years, we've been yeah. we went completely ham. It accumulated, yeah. Real I don't yeah. know if you guys know what the abbreviation ham, H A M stands for, but we went look it up in the urban dictionary. hard <laughs> as a mofo, right? <laughs> and we went completely ham, and um, and what I ex- oh somebody just got a deal somewhere. I just heard the bell ring. I heard the bell. All right, so. What I what I uh, what I what I was looking at is okay. We got we definitely got a plenty of leads to follow up on, right? Mm-hmm. So I expect my acquisition manager. Let's just say he's getting fifteen to twenty leads every single day. I expect him to have at least fifty contacts per day. That means he's talking to fifty people and he's making ten percent offers of those contacts. That means he's making five offers minimum every single and, and day. The, and these, are, by he's the way, these are shots. not contact attempts. These are actual. No, contacts. these are actual people he yeah, talks so, to. So, so you can call hundred people. By so five offers seems a little low. Five offers on fifty people minimum. So five offers a day. Five offers a day minimum. If he makes contact with fifty people, I expect at least five offers. By the way, that's minimum. the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum. That's just my, my ideal would be ten. So, so in in our company, we have a threshold. They can't fall below below ten percent. So that means that we know they're slack. So these are indicators to show that if that's the right individual or not. Obviously, we're not asking them to do five to, to do five, but we're saying if you we, fall below, what does Brittany call it? Contact opportunity ratio. So it's yeah. just your minimum on their expectations. Correct. So what does an average acquisition uh, make offers a day? Because I could tell you right now, like. Our, my guys are anywhere from 15 to 30. Honestly? 15 to 30. I think, Honestly? I think ours is 15 to 20. That, that, would, that would be 30. the goal, right? Because those are shots you're taking. You don't ever want to let a seller walk up. If a seller says, yes, I'm interested in a cash offer, do you, after you spend you know, 12 Enough to 20 time, yeah. minutes on the phone with them, are you real? do you really want, want them to walk away without an offer? At least allow them to walk away with an offer range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Always, yeah, that. That, that counts as an offer. That's what I've been telling our guys here. Say, hey, 
come on, man, take a shot. Just give them an offer range and see what happens, right? They might come back and say, hey, I'm actually interested. So I, if I was the one making, when, when it was just me and Sal, you make if I spoke offer. to 10 people, I made, <laughs> made 10, 10 offers. offers. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know <laughs> what's going on on the sales side, you know, but. Business I, has evolved. Yeah, Again, exactly. Yeah, Friend zone. Yeah. See, Absolutely, but see, when you start, uh, when you start like going over these numbers like we're doing right now, then you start seeing like issues. Like, okay, that needs to be fixed. Okay, it's a sales issue. Mm-hmm. Got all the marketing down. Why are they only making five offers a day? Like, let's increase sales. Let's have a sales meeting. Mm-hmm. Let's let's set expectations. Let's go over the podio leads. Like, well, so let's it's, be honest, you start, it's people, like a mad scientist. Uh, uh, the turnover, right? That's the thing. Yeah. The turnover doesn't help either. Yeah. I mean, listen on on Instagram. Then, yeah. How many times do you see? You know, uh, now hiring, now hiring. All these wholesaling companies are now hiring, now hiring, now hiring, right? I mean, we're hiring. (laughs) You're hiring. (laughs) We're not hiring right now. Thank God, finally. The the problem is a misconception that people put out there. So, unfortunately, that everyone talks about, especially in this industry, talk about the campaigns tracking. How many leads you got? How many leads you got? How many leads you got? And how many you converted to a deal? This is like the very, very beginning steps of tracking. Let's talk about no company out there Tracks personnel. I mean, there's a few now that we've told people and we've trained them on it. Our, our, our most of our, men, our mentees, our mentees yeah, our track, mentees. our mentees track um, uh, KPIs on uh, teams, productivity, and performance. The people that come to momentum, through, through they Hercules. see some tools. Yeah, Hercules, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, how we, for the longest time, a lot or ever since this industry started, everybody started talking about the marketing, but they failed to look into the personnel. We actually fell into that. We like, okay, there's something wrong with our market. Something wrong with our market, and then we would listen to the calls. We're like, these are actually good leads. It's not the marketing. We got the amount of marketing. We have a problem on the phone. Personnel. So how are we gonna do that? Then we're gonna start tracking on people's KPIs. Obviously, we're we're going to rabbit holes. This is not the topic of this, but it kind of led to this. Well, people are loving it. We had like ninety something people log on. Vaughn says this is such great info for success. And Vaughn said that she can help you, Alex, if needed. Uh, she tracks down a lot of KPIs for uh, doctors and things like that. So, I mean, it's nice. yeah. Appreciate this is that. beautiful. Yeah. This is beautiful. So continue. Yeah. So so at the end of the day. It's not just one thing you need to look at. There is more than one thing to look at. There is a problem. There is a problem in, in probably different aspects. It could You could narrow it down to one thing, but you have to start looking everywhere. Don't look into just marketing. And unfortunately, most wholesalers go out there and say, I want to market more. This is my whole problem. It's not marketing enough because that's what everybody's telling them. But the, you don't look into the, the, the actual... Um, personnel in your company or yourself you might not be a good closer as a company owner you might hire someone asap if but who you hire has to be converting yeah if somebody's getting 100 leads a month and they're not closing one deal one deal what would you what would you say to that higher so uh, i would say um sharpen up your sales skills yeah sharpen up your sales skills listen you can convert six you can convert 60 to 70 cold call leads into one deal into one deal and right, that's like a high number, yeah. And if you're a good closer, so so let, let, let's do this, right? I'll break some more numbers. This is this is what I love. I love like the number side of things. Sal loves like the money side of things, but I love the number <laughs> side of things. <laughs> so let's just say I'm just a brand new wholesaler, and I'm making six. Let's just say 700, 700 dials per day, right? Seven hundred dollars, and I'm producing three leads per day. So you're talking seventy people, right? So in the uh, three leads per day, so uh, three leads per day. So I'm producing three leads per day in a matter of a week. Uh, over the course of five, uh, I'm gonna work six days. I'm gonna take so, you know Sunday off because God demands it. Eighteen. But I'll do eight. So I'm gonna get eighteen leads in one week. Mm-hmm. All right. How many? How many? Uh, how how many out. weeks is it gonna take me to get to sixty? Three and a half. Three. and a half. So in three point five. In 3.5 weeks of talking to people, of making calls consistently. And that's a bad number too. Yeah. Consistently, I should be able to pull one deal out. And then you should see how many, how big is your deals. Average deal size, what's your average deal size. Then you can predict, okay, how many cold calls. So I, I don't hire? want no excuses because if I, if everything got stripped from me, right? If Sal, if Sal sold my watch or, you know, <laughs> you know, if everything got stripped from me. I don't know why me, Sal would do that. But <laughs> I, I know. Well, you sell everything. So. If if everything got stripped from me and I had to start all over again and I just had a few hundred bucks, that's exactly what you I know would where do. To go, yeah. I would do seven hundred dollars, try to pr- try to produce three leads. If I produce five leads in one day, great, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd say, you know what, I'm I'm three and a half weeks away from a deal, and it could be sooner. My my brother when he first started uh, cold calling for us, uh, he got a deal his second day, ten thousand dollar deal his second day. Wow. 
And he like had no prior. People, by the way, experience. people are loving this. Val, how's it going? Claudio says love it. Uh, uh, Vaughn, do you guys listen to your personal calls for training? Uh, we have uh, actually um, the person the, the cold calls. Uh, Sierra is our our, our quality our quality control manager. So. Uh, that's the best way to sharpen the sales skills. And that's the other thing that I wanted to answer for people, right? Is they say, Carlos, but I'm not very good on the phone. And Carlos, you know, I'm, I'm, I get, uh, I get fearful or I get hesitant or I get caught up. I don't know the numbers, blah, blah. I said, listen, make 50 calls and I promise you'll get better. And I'm not going to say that you're going to be like some shark, right? Make a hundred calls and see what happens after 300 calls, 300, man, you're going to be talking to these people like you're having today. I spoke to a gentleman named Andy in Singapore that we're trying to buy a Singapore. 750. So what is it? Singapore. Singapore. I've never been to that side of the world. Sorry. I'm, I'm Mexican. I don't travel much. So um, I'm talking to Andy, and you yeah. can tell this guy's a businessman worth millions and millions and mm -hmm. millions, right? And um, and then I, I pitched him on private money too. You know, I pitched. Him. I did. I'm like, hey, you know what? If this doesn't work Never out, yeah, I'm like, if this doesn't work out, Andy, I know you're a businessman. Blah. We were talking business for 26 minutes, right? But I'm talking to this guy, like, you know, hey, if this doesn't work out, and blah, you know, and and um, we're trying to buy a $750,000 property from him or whatever, and uh, and and I'm talking to him. You know, I'm literally like, I'm in my home office. Before I'm about to take a shower. Just having a normal conversation. Just having like a normal conversation. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm actually, I'm talking to him and I'm kind of looking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm truly listening to him. Guys, I didn't get this good talking to people by not talking to people. You know what I mean? I had to talk to thousands and thousands of people to get this good, to be comfortable. I don't give a shit if I'm talking to Donald Trump. You know, I'll sit there right across from him and I'll, tr I'll listen. And, 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 you know, I, I value myself with the knowledge that I've been able to acquire mm -hmm. and then, right. And, and the sales skills, whatever, enough to hold down a, a, a very fruitful, productive conversation. Confidence is everything. Confidence is key again, but you're only going to build that confidence. If you get on the phone and you talk to people, it's just like the example we gave in the Damn. previous episode. I think the one before this one or the one before you said, when you first start driving, you're like scared. You're holding your steering wheel, two hands looking everywhere. And then. Getting how you get, adjust the seats, the mirrors, and all that. But then now, after a few years, <laughs> after a few years, you just get in. Carlos puts his foot up. I drive with my get, foot up all the time. And, now. like, lay back on the seat. Like, you see, practice. Yeah, practice yeah. makes perfect. I mean, obviously, close to perfect. There's yeah. no, no, no perfection. But uh, th this is what all it takes. Talk to more people. And you know what? If you're not passionate about talking to a lot of people, you can always hire someone. There's always room for hiring someone. If your skills are good somewhere else, utilize those skills. Do not, uh, do not force yourself to become something good not. at that you're, you're not, not. That you're not. Yeah. Work in your level of genius, right? Yeah. yeah. Work Can in you your... explain what that means? Um, yeah. Work, so just... work in your level of genius. So go ahead. Yeah. So just just very briefly, um, you know, in, in, uh, we read this book called the the leap of the big leap. The big leap. I'm reading the next one. The big leap by Gay Hendricks and. In that book, th this guy's a, a very successful businessman, and then he buys a printer. And then that printer, uh, he, he spends mm -hmm. 10 hours trying to set it up himself. 13 right? hours. 13 hours trying to set it up himself. And, uh, and he's he's worth $1,000. An hour. An hour. He, sounds, like his, his, sounds familiar, yeah, Sal. He's, he's like a consultant, <laughs> so he's like $1,000 an hour, but he spent 13 hours doing the printer when he could have paid somebody, I don't know, 200 500 bucks to fix it, right? He so, actually paid him $100. $100. So... It's been a while since I've read the book, but a hundred so a hundred dollars to set up the printer. It took him thirteen hours to do it, mm -hmm. right? So what that went to was working your zone of genius, like mm -hmm. like delegate what you're not good at and focus and expand what you are good at because what you are good at that's your strength and your strengths you can build a freaking exactly. empire with. It. I mean, Sal, you see this all the time with me. How many things do you have to put together for me? Oh, a lot of things, but you see, put you a have... desk together. You put, you know, you put printers together. You, you can you, put a you, desk together. You plug in computers for me. You know, like I mean, obviously, my, my Luigi had to put a microphone. Everybody up for has me. their assets, right? And we're just. I was just talking to my spiritual mentor, and he was talking about assets and defects. Everybody mm. has assets. It can be the simplest things, assets, but then you have some defects. But that's that's on a spiritual level. But let's talk about assets in your business. Everybody has an asset. So if you if you're like Carlos, your asset is your sales skills, like you're talking to communication. People. Uh, if you're someone like Alex, Alex is a hybrid of both. He's he's both of two, but something has to give if you're doing too many things at once, right? Mm -hmm. That's why that and hence he he had he tracks KPIs, but he doesn't look at them, right? Yeah. Um, my 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 uh, my strength, my asset is 
Uh, I'm an integrator. I'm a. I'm a. I, I think I'm a. I'm an engineer. I'm engineer by trade, but I'm not an engineer. And I think um, actually my biggest gift is I'm long sighted. I see yeah. things very very far, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what, what the area that I operate in. Mm-hmm. So being long sighted in business and being an integrator. In life, you're uh, long sighted in life too. Absolutely. I mean, I would like to think so. Yeah. And that, and I know I'm good at that. So what am I going to do? I'm going to find other people, partners, individuals in the company that. That compensates for the things that I'm not good at. And vice versa. Vice versa. But guess what? When you have, I'm good at something. He's good at something else. He's good at something else. Now you have a nucleus reaction. Like we all are working towards something, a craft. And then we have power, powerful individual, individuals working on that. Guess what's going to happen? That's how you see Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. That's how things happen like that. They don't happen because someone got lucky and hit the lottery. It's not like that. Nobody... Listen, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Steve Jobs, right? I don't care if you're Bill Gates. Nobody creates that kind of organization by themselves. Yeah, I, I guarantee you we're going through things that these successful are going through. Maybe at the beginning of it, but these things, I would never have seen that. Have you? Would, would you ever have seen that if you haven't gone through it? No. no how to learn No, firsthand. absolutely not. You know what was crazy? My wife asked me this morning. She's like, hey, babe. Um, did you always think that, you know, uh, you were going to be successful on the couch? Literally, we had like five minutes on the couch, right? Uh, we were watching uh, the Trump speech about, you know, the whole politics stuff that's going on right now. Um, and um, he's like, did you ever think this you were going to be successful? And I said, yeah, I actually always I always uh, thought that I was going to be successful. Okay, but did you think you were going to be this successful in this amount of time? I said, you know what? I, I honestly didn't. I said, I, I, you know, because why? You just start going through it. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, my God, we're making strides, right? And every year, <laughs> as you get better, like, now it's not like, oh, we got one deal. You know, like, that's a step forward. We still look at the building. We bought a building. That we're in. I still turn ago. around <laughs> and look at it, and I'm like, do we really own Like, it's so surreal. Man, I like, love like, this place. It's, like, so sur- – like, it doesn't feel – this is this is an adult business playground. And guess what? These things are like very <laughs> I love it. It's very it, it, we don't anticipate these things, but these things that we go through it. Like we know we're shooting for our goal for it could be a known goal We did or not unknown shoot goal. for this goal. We did not shoot to buy a commercial building. Now I will say this, he wanted a commercial building. He's like, "You know what? Cuz I was remember I was already looking for a huge for, office, 12,000 square feet to put 50,000 people in there, right? Cuz you know, I'm not going to deflect this. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, I yeah. pushed you very, did. very hard. You did. You, you did. And I think uh, there. But that's upper, why you're long sided. Upper limits too, like not, not, uh, not like believing you can, like, like whoa, not saying. I, for, didn't, I didn't believe I that didn't, we couldn't. Not saying, not saying that. Far. I just didn't know if we wanted to. You not know what I mean? Not saying that far. The timing, but, the market. But he's like, well, I just did the math here, and we're gonna spend like eighty thousand dollars in the rent. next three three years. Why don't we just go buy a building? And then we dropped close to 400K on this thing. I know your math was a little off here. We still could have saved some money. No, no, no. no, no. I'm just joking. I'm joking. We were, we, based on the rent and the yeah, square footage, we would have spent a lot more. The no, it's, it's, yeah. beautiful. it's beautiful. So back to marketing, guys. Listen, I don't care what you're doing, okay? It, we'll, we'll, we'll go away with this. Yes. We'll close it out with this. You go first, Sal. What is, if you can give advice on one component, one thing about marketing, what would that be to, to our audience? Um, I'm not going to, mine is not going to be, uh, directed toward KPIs and whatnot or, or return on investments. I'm going to say if you're doing market, if you're doing one marketing channel, I would say go all in, don't part-time it, go all in, go balls deep. And if you're doing two of them, do the same thing. Do not half ass any of them. And that, that's my only thing, but make sure that you track your numbers while doing them because the next month when it comes in or the next year or the next six months or whatever it is, you're going to want to look back at that and then improve on it. Because you are gonna make some mistakes, mm. sir. Yeah, I would. I would say. Um, I would say if you are uh, kind of stuck in business or you're barely starting, I would definitely recommend that you turn to proactive marketing, uh, because that was the biggest change for me. Um, when you have limited funds and limited time and limited capital and limited resources, the best thing you could do is proactive marketing. And for me, that was cold calling. Uh, and then when you just cold call. I just want to give uh, some some goals that you could reach for, and we went over this earlier. But Go ahead. Three three leads a day. Three leads a 15 day. Fifteen leads a week. Fifteen leads a week. Minimum three leads a day. Fifteen minutes. Boom. Uh, uh, four four to four to six hours a day dialing. Mm-hmm. Right. You're gonna get more than if you actually work more than four to six hours. You're gonna get more than three leads a day. But four to six hours on on the phones. Use use a, a predictive dialer. Um, allindialer.com. Um, 
three leads a day, 15 leads a week, 60 leads a month, and make offers on every single lead um, that you talk to. And that will generate you deals, and that will get you going in this business. So just want to give that Beautiful. piece of advice. That's a great advice. Um, by the way, we can take a few minutes, like two minutes, on just Q&As. If you guys have any questions, guys, you know, there's over there was there's been over 95 people on live at one time. And uh, by the way, we love you and appreciate you for that. Please ask whatever questions you may have. Um, we don't want to walk away from here without answering those questions. The one thing that I'm going to say is consistency. You know, there's there's a big there's a big mistake that a lot of people make out there. One of them is the lack of consistency. Would you guys agree? Oh, absolutely. Right? People, if something doesn't work, like I just did the math. I broke down the numbers on how long it's going to take you to get one deal through cold calling. Let's just say you give up on week two. Uh, you were a week and a half away from getting a deal. It's like that guy that digs for the yeah, ball exactly, and stops. and stops like that far away from you know a little born digging. So consistency, consistency, consistency. Don't be so quick to run away and, and give up from from the marketing that you're doing. You know, and also start looking at your marketing, uh, your your marketing as an investment, not an expense. That's mm -hmm. something that I learned from Sal. You know what? We invested a million dollars in marketing last year. We invested a million dollars in 2018. And you know what? That's okay. It is what it is. You know, would I have liked to hit $7 million last year? Would have loved to. Did it happen? No, it didn't. But did we learn a lot of things? Oh, absolutely. We learned so much that this year should be amazing, you know, God willing. Because sometimes, like we always say this, you spend enough money, you eventually, you eventually figure things out, right? You spend enough money, you eventually figure things out. <laughs> and that's actually in general, like life, all right, across the board. Everything, yeah. Yeah, so... Another um, thing, I'm going to give an example before you go on that. Another marketing tip. Guys, uh, go ahead and like the page so you get notified every time we're live. Any tips that we give is going to be a reminder. And guess what? That's actually good marketing for us. See what we just did there? Yeah, absolutely. So any questions, guys, before we, uh, we log off here, we want to thank you guys for, for tuning in and staying on uh, this long with us. We appreciate that. Um, any questions that you guys may have in regards to marketing? Is there any questions? We'll give it one minute because we're, we're a little delayed here, right? Yeah. There you go. Boom. There's me asking about the question. It's about 30-second delay. It's going to feel like an exception. Cool. Uh, so somebody asked, there are questions? Uh, would, you, would you get a deal faster through door knocking or cold calling? Um, start to finish, cold calling 100%. Can you get a deal door knocking on your first house? It, it can very well happen, but predictability, cold calling is the you're gonna, answer. You're going to knock on do less doors to get a deal, but it's going to take a lot more time. All right, time. We, we, we end the podcast. I go door knocking. You go cold calling. How many people do you talk to? How many people do I talk to? A lot more. Exactly. But I'm saying but, like that, uh, door knocking is going to take you a lot more time, less people. Uh, cold calling, a lot more people, less time. Actually, yep. there are a lot of questions. Sorry, guys. I got uh, Ver no, I got AT&T. Oh, you got finessed. Yeah. <laughs> AT&T. Uh, PBC, uh, Mr. William uh, Edwards. Wait, Taif says, when you're a one-man show, how do you hold yourself accountable? Very simple. You would literally hold yourself accountable. Every week, you would hold a meeting within yourself. You say how many calls you Review your got? numbers. Review your numbers. How many, how many leads you got? How many leads you... How many people you talked to? How good did you talk to them? Listen to the phone conversations. How many uh, how many deals you got out of those? Uh, do you, you, how many hours you spent? How many? Uh, literally everything. What did you do wrong? What was wrong that you did talking to that person? What did you do wrong handling a certain marketing channel? Whatever it is, hold yourself. And then it's the easier part is you can find groups like our group. There's a bunch of people. Just say who's in Phoenix, Arizona. Let's go to lunch. Let's do a meetup and let's talk about it. And everybody's gonna share their that. information. I love that. And they say, you know what? There you go. Now I ha I'm sharing my 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 mistakes. Everybody's gonna share their mistakes and their wins. And boom, you just learn something new. Um, <laughs> let me say this before we answer the next question, because I love the fact that you guys are being so proactive and you guys are asking these questions, guys. If you guys don't know, we I mean, this is just a little taste of what we teach you at Momentum. So. I hope that you finally make the investment and you come to Momentum. There hasn't been one company that hasn't blown up after they leave Momentum. Momentum is in March. You might as well start getting your your uh, your seats now, okay? There's an early bird special. Take advantage of it while you can. Momentum in March. We go over everything in detail. It, Momentum is about that hustler that wants to take his company to the next level, to, to that wants to be a true CEO, 
and you're you're getting systems, you're getting you're getting uh, processes, you're getting resources, you're getting resources, marketing. you're getting personnel, uh, company you know, structure, personnel structure, and and pay structure. I mean, everything that you'll ever need to create a multi million dollar seven figure company, you're getting it at Momentum. So don't forget about that, guys. That's in March. Uh, there was another question, right? Um, where is it? Oh, Isaac asked, what is the best direct mail company? We use TurboLetters.com. TurboLetters.com. Did you uh, did you answer uh, William uh, SEO Baker? Pay-per-click would be AdWords. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he, I did. Had, I did. Okay. Raul Munoz for LA Market. Brother, um, I'm going to tell you this. In the LA Market, the LA Market is very competitive, right? So what I would do as the number one marketing channel there would be pay-per-click, and you would have to spend about $7,000, six to $7,000 to get a deal. To get That's one amazing. deal, if you're gonna have cold callers there, you gotta have at least five agents cold calling around the clock. That's the only way that's going to happen. So Evan asks, who is a better salesman, Alex or Carlos? I defer, and I'll say Carlos. <laughs> I appreciate that you yeah. said that. Evan. Uh, Evan Manship? Manship? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's been a while since we've seen Tell him that. I can sell ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> Joking, Evan. But Remember, working your zone of genius. Yeah. I know I can They're be... much better at a lot of things. I know I can. They know my weaknesses. <laughs> but see what we were talking about earlier? Being the nucleus. They the know best. my yeah. weaknesses, and I have a lot of them. I'm very good at certain things. Like, I'm really good at certain things. But I'm really bad at so many things. You know what I mean? We, I and I'm okay with that. Are. I'm aware of that. I'm a little weird. I think I'm, I'm like you're a hybrid. Balance. Yeah, you're a hybrid. <laughs> but so, I, I can when I focus on something, I can escalate whatever, whatever it is. Chris Monroe, would you suggest everyone increase their marketing budget? We might as well tell them quarter two, quarter three. That's where the magic happens. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Two and three. Quarter two and three. Quarter two, quarter three. That's where the magic happens. All right. Let's. Uh, yeah, uh, there's let's bro. It. Is that there's so many more questions? But uh, okay. It, it um, became U.S. Yeah, let's, politics. Uh, like. Okay, <laughs> guys, thank you so much. Episode 41, we love you. We appreciate you. Without your support, we would not be able to do the things that we're doing. So we don't take that lightly, guys, okay? So tune into episode 42 next week on Wednesday. Much love from uh, me and uh, the guys Alex here. Alex and Sal, and See you guys peace. Later. Much love.